Greetings. Hello, everybody. We're back again at, with the It City podcast. I want to give a big thanks to our sponsors, Nashville City Lots. They will find you the best lot in downtown Nashville, all the good neighborhoods. Look them up, NashvilleCityLots.com. Also want to give a thanks to Summit Funding. They will um, work as hard as they possibly can um, in creative ways to make sure that they can get you financing for your home. And then I want to give a big thanks to SidePilot. You can look them up on SoundCloud, iTunes, um, Instagram, and listen to them. Give them a listen. Um, hopefully you're on SoundCloud anyway because you're listening to the It City podcast. So just shoot over and uh, search SidePilot. Great music there. And we're off. So if you listened last week, you heard um, a lot about sports. You heard... March Madness this, March Madness that, Nashville sports. And I want to be clear, this is not a sports podcast. That's not what we're about. Um, we were talking sports because sports was a part of the culture last week. Um, and that's how March gets. But tonight we're going to kind of ground ourselves in what we, what we really want to be about. And that's culture at large. That is anything that's happening as it pertains to Nashville. Um, which is where we're broadcasting from. It's where we all live. And we've got a couple big guests. A uh, guy who was here last week, Joshua Soloway. We'll get to you, Joshua. And then uh, new guest, uh, hopefully a fellow that you guys will get to know, um, Reed Alexander. Sup? Um, first, I got a question for you guys. Um, Josh, what? How long have you lived in Nashville? I've been here for... Going on six years. Six years. Wow. Has it been that long, really? Pretty wild. 2010. Wow. That's that's crazy. Mr. Reed, how long yes. have you been in Nashville, my friend? I will see your six years and raise you 20. I've been here my whole life, native. 26 native Nashvilleian. Guess what? There are, I, I mean, I would say that eight out of 10 people that you meet on the sidewalk are not going to be from Nashville. They're going to be transplants. So Reed's a special gla- yeah, guy. We searched, we searched high and low to find you. Yeah. Honored really to even did. have you here. Thank you. And Found me in the bowels of Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> and we're, we're very, very thankful that we got it, got you here, and we're glad to have you on the It City podcast. What we want to do today, like I said, was ground ourselves in what we want this podcast to be all about, and that is Nashville culture. And today we're going to kind of talk about how – Nashville has grown a lot over the past five to ten years, um, and we're seeing this rapid growth come in all sorts of different ways, whether it's big businesses or, or just lots of people. Um, the art scene has exploded, and and really a lot of stuff that we've been known for for a long time, namely Music City, it has really propelled that growth to a certain point, but now... I'm interested to hear some some different perspectives. So we're going to, I think the first question I want to get to uh, and read, I want you to start on this is, we are Music City, but are we really? What are your thoughts on Music City? Is Nashville moving away from that um, name or are we still living up to it? You know, it, it's interesting because I, my personal opinion is, I feel like Nashville is embracing Music City, but more of an in name only um, because the industry in some ways has gotten a lot smaller. 
I mean, the revenues certainly aren't what they were even 10 years ago and for sure not what they were in the glory days and, you know, the mid nineties before right. Al Gore bequeathed us the internet. So <laughs> good guy, good guy on that. Who is another Nashville native mom, Vanderbilt class of 36. Shout mm. out to Linda. See, that's the kind of stuff that only a native knows. That's why we brought you on. And, and Reed is special in this way. He works, um, hands on with a lot of people in the music industry. So, so his opinion is, is good. I, re- I really, that was good what you said there. Josh, someone who has lots of musician friends, but doesn't work in the music industry, Music City, are, are we living up to that? Yeah. I mean, we're, we're certainly living up to it. I think the question is, are we beyond it? Is it, is it now just a component of the city at large? Mm. And yeah, that's, that's good. Yeah. I think, I think we're bigger than that now. Um, I don't like to call us Music City, but to be fair, when I think Music City, I, I picture Broadway and a bunch of bachelorettes wearing cowboy hats and cowboy boots. Yeah, and, and riding around on those bikes. Those that, weird. Or, well, they're they're not bikes. They're like carts that, but they're pedaling themselves. Yes. And drinking. And they stuff. yeah, they pay to exercise and drink yeah. a lot of alcohol. The pedal and taverns. That's yeah, what pedal taverns. Pedal taverns. Yes, I couldn't think of it. Yeah, and that's what I picture, um, like just honky tonk. And I'm like, Nashville's outgrown that. I feel like when people think of Music City. Um, originally that was country music, like country music city is what I kind of pictured. So we're certainly beyond that, but I would even say we're beyond music in general. Um, but I don't know, someone like Reed, Reed, what do you think? I I think it seems to me that we're beyond it. Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, I agree with you. I think Nashville has a lot more to offer than just music and so much of the industry and the work and just the things that drive this city go deeper than music. But the thing about Music City is that is what has united everyone in Nashville, even the people who don't do anything at all in the music industry, like as far as business. They're just casual listeners. They just like music like everybody else. We love embracing. That's our unique thing. We are Music City. I think I read somewhere that I think it's something like 80% of the revenue in generated by like big businesses in Nashville mostly comes from the medical industry. Mm-hmm. Um, and in Nashville, we've got Vanderbilt. We have, you know, some, we have world-class healthcare. There's a right. lot more people that work in healthcare in Nashville, but no one calls it healthcare city. Why? Because healthcare city isn't sexy or fun at all, but music city, you got shows like Nashville people, the music city bowl, like they put music city in the ends, like it's being marketed outside of Nashville. So I agree with you that we are more the music city, but the world is coming to know us more and more as, oh, Nashville, they do music there. Hmm. Interesting. That's that's a good perspective. Um, Reed, you are uh, an entrepreneur. You do a lot of different stuff um, here in town. Tell me a little bit about what you do and why Nashville is suited for your line of work. Yeah, sure. Um, well, Nashville has to be the perfect place for what I do. Um, so as you said, I'm an entrepreneur, um, and I work in the music industry and I also work in the technology sector. Um, so Nashville is obviously we talked about music city, so there's a lot of music in Nashville. So it's a great place for me to be, you know, to work with artists and creative people and, and things like that. So many major tours start out of Nashville. There's some of the best writers in the world, like Nashville is a great place to be for music. But one thing that not as many people know is that because of the growth that Nashville is experiencing, uh, it's an 
wonderful place to work in technology. Um, we're one of the few cities that they are putting Google Fiber in. I mean, obviously, hopefully soon, everyone will have Google Please Fiber. Please, dear goodness, soon. I yeah, want it Comcast ASAP. needs a little competition, for crying out loud. Wow. Yeah, calm crap. <laughs> <laughs> but Nashville's perfect because it, it, it gives, for me, it gives the best of both worlds. People say, oh, what about San Francisco? Oh, they, they have the technology, but eh, the music scene isn't there so much. What about Los Angeles? Los Angeles is huge. There's so much that it's not, it's hard to even be productive in LA unless you already know people there. Then you got, you know, all your other technology centers, Cupertino, um, the, all the major cities on the West Coast, it seems like. Um, of course, people talk about New York, and New, New York's a lot like L.A. It, it technically has everything, so they don't want to just claim one thing. But um, Nashville is just, I mean, it's a technology center. It's a music center. It's, you know, yeah, it's those bringing are good a lot points. of other industries with it. Those are good points. I read in the Nashville Business Journal um, a couple weeks ago, and of course this is coming from people from Nashville, but Nashville's drawing tech companies away from Silicon Valley to to be based here simply, I mean, for a lot of reasons, but mainly because Silicon Valley, it's, it's so saturated with those tech companies and, and we offer a little bit um, different of a picture, not only just in money wise, but also um, technology is, is going to be, I think here um, in terms of, like you said, Google fiber is catching up and that kind of stuff. And so I'm looking forward to that aspect of, of seeing Nashville grow. Josh, you work hands-on with, people 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 in nashville tell us what you do and and why you see nashville as a as a great place to grow yeah i work in in church i work at a church called ethos and um we have a church plant in hillsborough village meet at the ruby sundays 10 and 5 nice little plug in there um <laughs> but anyway so work with a lot of people also into church planning um all about just putting churches in neighborhoods um, getting churches all throughout our city and um, it's an ideal time to be in Nashville in the church planning world because what is Nashville? Um, it's creative, it's innovative, it's all about new ideas, new energy, um, and the church planning world can really utilize that. Um, like, hey, here's something different. Um, I think you know, traditional church looks a lot different than the church that I'm in now, and it's a lot more um, getting people to participate, to plug in, to make a difference. Um, to join together, to find community. I mean, there's just this positive energy vibe, and especially with young adults. And uh, my church is, is predominantly young adults and people who are looking for um, something meaningful, something impactful, um, but also something different and creative and innovative. And I think um, it makes Nashville a really ideal place to, to do what I'm doing. Very cool. Um, I, I know for myself, I am as far from musical as you can get probably on the spectrum. Um, I, I did go to Belmont, and I have to tell people, every every time I say I went to Belmont, I have to also tell people, no, I did not do music. That's Same. not what I did. Same here. There are people who go to Belmont and do not major in music business. Um, I work in the real estate sector right now, and obviously, because Nashville is so popular right now, many people, you know, they want to move here, and they want places to live, which is great. Um and I'm just seeing this huge, um, like you guys were saying, innovative is a word that I am keep coming back to on just the ethos of Nashville is lots of people, they want to work together, they want to be creative, and they want to 
like almost blaze their own path in in terms of making this city a big deal. <laughs> Josh is laughing. I don't know why. <laughs> well, you said it was the ethos of Nashville, and I just appreciated you mentioning my church again. Yeah, <laughs> I just thought that was such no, a good. Well, we're all about puns it's, here, it's and cool. now you've mentioned it again. Yeah, and the first one was um, free, but ethos. that one's gonna cost. Well, it's you. cool ethos. that ethos. you guys named your church ethos because that you know that comes up all the time when you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so I want to get specifically with with this crew where have we seen nashville grow explode over the past five to ten years i came here in 2009 i uh my parents moved here gosh must have been 1998 1997 and so i spent summers spring breaks those types of things here and so i i can speak a little bit as to how i've seen it grow but Reed, you, I think, have a lot of insight in this area where Nashville, I mean, in the past 10 years, what's the biggest thing that's changed? You really want to know? Okay. Yeah. Shoot me straight. You guys are going to laugh. Food. Food. Well, that's a good thing to change. We've got good restaurants now. We Food do. is the biggest thing that has changed by far. So I've, I've, I've spent a lot of time in... Um, in, in Franklin as well. I, I actually went to school in Franklin, um, was always in and out of the city. Uh, and I remember when that area was farmland, it mm. was mostly tobacco. And then they built the mall. This was, this was a long time ago. And th- they built the mall. And then all the other things started creeping up, you know, alongside of it. And, and, you know, the actual city of Nashville itself has seen a lot of the same things. Every time something one new cool event or business or something comes to the city it brings all of the accoutrements it bring you know the titans came we have a we got a pro football team in 1999 that was huge that brought so much business there were so many reasons for people to come to nashville not just in the city but people from louisville from memphis from um well, now St. Louis, but at the time, not St. Louis, but all these <laughs> surrounding places. But yeah, that, down in Alabama to Huntsville, you know, they with lots of Titans fans down there. Of course, they've got a college team that seems to attract a lot of attention. As well. Never heard of them. Yeah. Um, but uh, food has changed so much. Every time you know, some somebody has come to this city, like they always want to know, you know, where should we go eat? And if you want to know that answer... It's Baja Burrito. Baja. It's always Baja We're Burrito. We're going to get them. I, they should be a sponsor. Yeah. We're going to get them on board. Um, That's on our read, bucket list. Great point. That's going to be a podcast at a later date where we just talk about Nashville food. But real quick, you said Baja. I want to go around the room and just tell me a restaurant I need to visit. If, if I've got one meal in Nashville, hit me. Don't, and you can't say Baja again. Yeah. I well, know you want okay, to. Okay, that's, yeah, that's my question. So just to all of our listeners. Because <laughs> I was for sure going to say Baja again. I've been cheated now that he took, like, that's my restaurant. But um, when I think about um, some of the energy and the youth of Nashville, something like Taqueria del Sol. Like, mm. Yeah, yeah. That's I'm not saying that their food, like, their food is the best in Nashville. You're going to have a – but that, that captures what's happening on 12 South right now. It's like it's youth. It's community. It's loud. Um, it's trendy. Windows and doors are open. Like if you want to see a restaurant that embodies sort of what Nashville has done in the past five years, hit up there. Hit Burger up anywhere on 12 South is a, is a good place to go. 
Okay, Reed, you get one more. Uh, I'm going to stay with the neighborhood trend and say head up to um, go to East Nashville. Hit Rose Pepper, Katina, hit yeah. up uh, the pharmacy, something like that, because that's where that's where you really get a sense of like this is not just Southern like soul food. Like it's it's really cosmopolitan. Like there, it's a Nashville, such a transient place and all the people that are coming here are bringing their food here. I mean, um, there was I think it was uh, I think it was Tony Burdain said that Nashville is one of the places that foodies, people that like go on trips to try all the different food, like Nashville's where you need to come because you can find close to the best of just about everything here. Good point. Like that. Cody, our producer, what do you got? Uh, Reed kind of stole mine on, I was going to say the pharmacy just because. That's your, that's your place. You guys, I feel like you're always at the pharmacy. Um, But so since you said that, I would say that even like if you're coming here, do a tour of the coffee shops. Like, yeah. They, I mean, Again, that'll be a coffee. podcast. Yeah, that'll be its own thing. But like, even at the coffee shops, a lot of them have great, great food. Like barista parlors got some great stuff on the menu as well. They do. Barista parlor, the place where you'll find yourself spending incredible amounts of money on food and saying somehow that was worth it. Yeah. Wow. And yeah. I'll go back and do it again. <laughs> right. <laughs> um. At, if I had to, I mean, again, one of the things that's making the Nashville food scene so cool is that we're moving away from chains other than Chick-fil-A, which is packed all the time. Um, but we're moving away from chains, and that's nothing against like Olive Garden or Outback or Chili's, but we're moving away from that, and it and it gives like room for creative chefs to like work. And, and Rolf and & Daughters is a place that I have visited a few times. It's like crazy stuff on the menu. I don't. I don't ever understand what I'm eating really, but it always tastes really good. And the drinks and everything is, it's cool atmosphere. One more thing. I just thought of Husk. If you haven't had a burger at Husk, stop listening. Go, well, listen. Yeah. Listen to the rest. Go treat yourself to a burger from Husk. It's on us. Okay. Reed, Reed and Josh kind of got us into talking about neighborhoods, but I want to ask again, I want you guys to pick, you know, one or two neighborhoods and then tell me how it's changed in the last five years what's the what's the neighborhood that's changed the most maybe and then um we'll talk about that for a little bit i mean again that could be a, a an entire podcast on its own where we only talk about a neighborhood um josh you live like right off of edge hill how's that edge hill gulch area changed the last five years right i've, I've lived in edge hill for three years now so i haven't been able to see the drastic change i know that the gulch um, is a brand new deal. That wasn't like a place that, that wasn't a destination spot. Um, whereas now people visiting Nashville who have never been know to go to the Gulch. And I know from talking to even the guy that owns the house that I'm living in right now, his name is Cyrus. He talked about how the Gulch was actually seven years ago, a place you avoided. Like you didn't ever go to the Gulch for, for any reason. And, um, but for me and my own experience, Edge Hill is, is quickly changing. Um, my neighborhood is changing. We're right beside some government housing, um, and very quickly, you know, you can tell houses are being bought out, um, new apartments are being built, um, and it's surreal seeing how many homes no longer exist on my street and are now like these two-story complexes. The tall skinnies. The tall skinnies. The Shotguns, baby. The Shotguns. Skinnies. Shotgun homes. Reed, what's what's the neighborhood that you think oh, has changed the most? Well, real quick, oh. there's a J. Crew. Get yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, men's a, shop that, right that's, there. If you want to capture how much Edge Hill has changed, 
Um, You know, I just said (laughs) I live beside government housing, and now there is um, a J. Crew being put in. There's a Warby's, um, and then also Edge Hill Cafe has completely flipped and changed their look. Um, That's now that now feels like a high class diner. Um, which is surreal. Edge Hill used to be this very much just mom pa coffee shop. You go to hang out, you go to talk. So drastic changes in Edge Hill. Yeah, Edge Hill has definitely seen a lot of change, especially with the cafe having no power outlets for us entrepreneurs to do any work at well, all. Well, they lost they lost your business and mine. And J Crew supplying, you know, our four season wool needs like Thank you. Yeah, big we, thanks to that. We needed that. Um, the the Gulch has definitely seen so much change. Like, it, it for sure five you know ten years ago it was an area that like your landlord says you avoided. Um, much like East Nashville, we talked about farms in some of the other places. Um, at East Nashville has seen the invasion of the tall skinnies, as I like to call it, as well. Like they're they're everywhere. People are buying up this historically cheap land because these cool hit places are getting put in people want to be close to it they want to be where the action is property values are going up and um, i mean i love my city but and this i don't know if this is something that we want to get into but you know there's a lot of people that have problem with that you know with gentrification um because as cool and as awesome as it is that you know nashville is starting to thrive and like property values are growing things are going up neighborhoods are exploding um it's it's displacing a lot of people too. And, and I mean, I don't really have a value judgment on that entire thing right now, but you know, it's definitely something to think about. Yeah. And, and I can, I can speak directly to that. I know East Nashville for sure has done a really good job of throwing up historical um, boundaries. And so a lot of properties are now being protected under historical codes and that kind of thing. And you really have to work around that if you're going to do the shotgun homes, which you won't see much more over, at least especially in the east, uh, east like inner east. Uh, we're talking like South Inglewood and um, that kind of area. You won't see very many um, shotgun homes in there as well. But that, again, I think that's a great topic for another time. Uh, a, a neighborhood that I have specifically in mind, I just recently moved over to uh, Nolensville Road in the Woodbine area. And that is an area that is a little bit further behind these other spots like Edge Hill and East Nashville or Germantown or even, you know, Sylvan Park, Charlotte area. But uh, it's an area that I think could totally blow up in the next five years if you think about the way that the infrastructure of Nashville is set up because you have Charlotte Pike and you have Hillsborough Pike and you have Franklin Pike and then you have Nolensville Pike, and I feel like we're next, so I've got my fingers crossed. I hope that some people come over there and like open a really cool bar, a really cool restaurant pretty soon. Um, talking ab- about just like coming in and opening new stuff, and Nashville and Tennessee in general has done a really, really good job of attracting businesses. It's a phenomenal place to come and open a business. You've seen the likes of Google come, and they're opening you know, a headquarters here in the South up in Hendersonville, you've seen Under Armour move its entire distribution center um, here to right outside of Nashville because it's, you know, the taxes are good. It's a, it's a very good financial climate to work in. I'm wondering, is there anything you guys can think of? Nissan. Nissan. Yeah. And they, they now have the stadium as well. And um, that's been a big deal. Nissan coming in. 
where where's Nashville going next with this type of stuff? Is, are we going to continue to see big businesses like move in and maybe see a couple more high rises pop up downtown? It's a good question. <laughs> are are you asking me or Josh? That's, or the that's panel an open or? question. I want to hear like as far as businesses go, how much more room do we have? And and let me put it this way: you compare us with a, a Dallas, something that we've seen. Or I go to Dallas on average probably once a month, um, and you see these businesses like Toyota and State Farm. Then they're building these huge complexes because it's cheap land and it's great tax you know area and like the economy's doing well. It's like, is that even something that we want as people coming in? And, and I think I think yes because it's great for the economy. But then you know you've got these huge buildings. Um, I don't know. What do you think? Is it? Is, are we? I think we obviously are inviting these businesses in. Is that what's best for Nashville? I think so. I mean, I'm definitely a proponent of growth and change. And and one thing about Nashville is it's just so ripe for these businesses and these cities to, uh, to come here. There's all kinds of tax incentives and reasons for businesses to come here. And usually when there's tax incentives and reasons – incentives, et cetera, for businesses to come here, that usually follows through for individuals as well. I, I think I, I read somewhere, um, I think it was on National Business Journal, actually, that uh, 70,000 people are moving here per, it was either, I think it was per month. And that is an insane number. That That's, that is so, now, Nashville's very transient, so there's, there's always, there's also people leaving every month too, you know, broken shattered coffee shop dreams <laughs> yeah and, and music <laughs> dreams are just like <laughs> crying their way um that's a that's a good point and that moves me i, I have to beg the question overall other than financial reasons because we are in a good economy why do people want to move here what is it about nashville that people want to be a part of yeah i think for me anyway i think there is this incredible mixture that's hard to find in a city um you've got this city vibe but yet it feels very stretched out uh you don't feel jammed in so if you're claustrophobic you can still come to nashville and and feel like you have some open space yet you still have that big city feel and also i think we're one of the friendliest cities around it seems like you can always run into a friend whether you know them or not Um, like if you just look at 12 south on a saturday um, look at all the people walking around, smiling, happy. It's almost surreal. It's almost like you're in a movie with how just happy and giddy people are. And I think, um, as simple as it sounds, the positive vibes, just the the outdoor, all the green. Um, you don't feel like you're looking at only concrete when you're walking through Nashville. I guess aside from downtown, but really downtown Nashville is not really what you Down, think of when you yeah, think about Nashville it, it's anymore. It's actually, I mean, and even downtown is really pretty. You know, they put in ascend put in that new music park downtown, and and the River Walk is becoming like. I mean, it's no San Antonio, but it's getting you know kind of nice down there by the Cumberland. There, Cumberland. <laughs> yeah, but but San Antonio Stroll yeah. was written by Nashville songwriters. So there you wow. go, Music City hashtag Music City. But um, then what do you got? I mean, so I know there's more appeal to Nashville right, than just like oh they're friendly and I like all the green. I think yeah. the city. But what what stands out to you? I'll tell you exactly what Nashville is, guys. If America is a high school. You got New York, L.A., Portland, San Francisco, Atlanta, like all these these cities. Like they're the popular kids. They're cool. Yeah. 
you know, and they know it. They know they're cool. They know they're really cool. They they're know. beautiful and they know it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You can tell how they walk. Nashville is the girl who you went home for summer vacation. We're like, oh, see ya. See you next. Have a good summer. Maybe even the girl that tried too hard. Yeah. Mm. And then she came back after summer vacation and all the guys are like, who are you? And she's like, well, I've been here since, you know, the 1700s. <laughs> you just haven't noticed me. But now people, we Nashville's the new hot girl in school and everyone yes. wants to date her and take her to prom. And she is hot. I agree. And she doesn't know that she's beautiful yet. No, like she that knows. One Direction on. song. And she's she's starting figuring to catch it out. Yeah, no, she knows. She's that's been checking her Twitter, I'm the her most Instagram. scared of is Nashville realizing that it's on that level yet and getting an attitude. That's that's a scary thought. I'd still date her though. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm I'm well, you to put could. A ring on I it. wouldn't have a shot with her. I'm anymore. putting a ring on it. I would at least entertain the thought, like coming back. I know what it's like in high school. It's doggy dog world out there. Right. Okay. So, like, I mean, I've been to high school, guys. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> We all made it out alive. Yeah, that's a, that's actually a really good picture. Can we can we put ourselves on that level yet? It, like, I feel like we're still too small to put us in the conversation with Los Angeles, Chicago, New York, uh, Seattle, San Francisco, and, Dallas. Well, and, and if like, if we get on that level, did we lose what got us on that level? Because I feel like what it, what has us having all this buzz while we're Calling the podcast It City is because it still has this small town vibe. So the it bigger does. it gets, do you actually begin to lose the reason it's getting bigger in the first place? Little big town. Little big. And you know, here's one of the things that's so cool about Nashville. A lot of people, and Josh mentioned it, the green. It's like, I just bought a house, house in Davidson County. I am about 10 minutes from downtown and I've got like three fourths of an acre. Like that's lots of green space. Tell me any other big city in the country where that's possible for a guy who's got no money. Yeah. There's not many <laughs> there's like not, that. And, and that's not. which begs the question that I think that's one of the big differences between, you know, LA and Nashville and New York and Chicago is, are we starting to get on the map? Yes. Every year we are more and more cementing our place in the South, the heartland as a staple of America, but we don't have anywhere near the population. So if we're talking in terms of population, I, I don't think we're there. We're not going to be there for years, like a long time. Um, our kids might see when we have that, those kind of numbers, but as far as just culturally and what we bring in and do people know us. And when, and when you meet someone from wherever and you say, Oh, I'm from Nashville. And they immediately, they know what that is. They know what questions to ask. Just like when we meet someone from, you know, LA or New York or, or Portland, we, there's very specific questions that we and people elsewhere in America have to ask that person. Does Nashville have that? Yeah, absolutely. And in that respect, I think we're just as much on the map as some of those other big city centers. I, you, you talked about the, the number, the population. I just fear uh, if our population grows too big, I'm just seeing, um, I-40, I-65 right now during rush hour traffic already as it is. And I just wonder what is going to happen if we get all these people that are supposedly coming. What is the inter What do the interstates look like in two years? It feels like we weren't built for this. Well, we weren't. Yeah, no, we, we definitely weren't. That 
that's that's an issue for you know Nashville for years to come. I think the infrastructure of public transportation and the <clears throat> development of roads and that kind of stuff, the interstates. Um, I guess before we close out this conversation, I want to know from the heart, where do you guys see what's Nashville's potential? The, okay, because well, we're three Nashville like guys, and we like Nashville a lot. We plan on being here probably for at least somewhat of a long time. What's Nashville's potential? And then what what's a step that we need to take to as a on a personal level, like get Nashville that level, you know, or get Nashville up to where we think its potential is. I mean, for me, I selfishly, I think we're already there. I love this. I, I know that we're in this bubble right now of Nashville. We're getting to enjoy the sweet spot of Nashville. It's only going to get bigger from here. Um, but in terms of growth, something that I think selfishly, it wouldn't surprise me if we added another sports team. Like I think we Grizzlies. have. Grizzlies. We, yes, we, we, we Grizz, need the Nash Grizzly. Come on. Apparently I'm going to call them Memphis that. is cool, but like. I n- How cool is It's cool. No, hold up. It's cool. No, I mean, My they've bad. got the blues Bluff bars City. and stuff, but come they on. They don't need an NBA team. Well, they actually, don't. I have a beef with Memphis because if you go to Memphis and walk around, there are signs there that say Music City. Right, but this is blues. Yeah, no. And they're just. No one's listening to blues since Ray Charles. Uh, we poached the Titans from them. <laughs> We did. There's a we lot of people in Nashville so, that would disagree with what I, you just I said know, about the I Blues. Know. Maybe we can poach the Grizzlies. And then I, Memphis can get a baseball team, that, and then but, we can just take their. In baseball all honesty, team. though, I, you talk, we talked about it last week with hosting a Final Four or yes, things like yes. those are, I think, next steps that I'm sure uh, that we're looking into. Um, I would love the I'd idea of having an NBA tickets. team. Is I'm I'd all go about season it. Season tickets. Yeah, all day. I bought season tickets for Belmont, so it's about the same. Price. price point totally. I'm pretty sure yeah so. we had a presidential debate here guys yeah i mean come on barack obama debate away. okay um, what's our potential read <laughs> 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 we have so much potential um what it is and what it looks like i have no idea i know there are things that i like about nashville that i don't want to change um like like the people, like um, how welcoming it is, how, you know, you can meet people and immediately, um, or at least somewhat immediately, be welcomed into whatever friend group or clique that you want because because so many people are from other places, they're, they're welcoming because everyone wants to build, you know, their community. Um, so I think, I think the personality of Nashville is what I want to see not change. Um, and uh, like you said, transportation. I think I think that's that will be the big one. That will be the one thing, in my opinion, that public transit. Yeah, because th- the problem with Nashville is that we are built on a solid sheet of granite. So subway is not an option. Um, and if a subway is not an option, or some kind of train, Chicago's got the train system that's above ground, and obviously, it's really ugly. DC, yeah, it's hideous. Yeah, but and they chi- hate it. Everyone in Chicago hates it. I, I think I, I've been to Chicago once. So. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out Chicago. Um, but that's what we've got to figure out. And they've talked about a monorail and some other different things to try and not look so bad. But if we don't figure that out, or widen the roads, or do something, then. Um, that's gonna that's gonna encroach on a lot of growth and a lot of cool things that Nashville as a city can do. Yeah, and Megan Barry, the first woman mayor of Nashville, that was one of her big um, points when she was running for for mayor was 
public transportation. And so I think we're on like this eight-year track. They're narrowing down what they want to do, light rail, um, something, you know, where is it going to go? Which neighborhoods is it going to, is it going to reach? And then we're going to have like the little car that bounces around, um, downtown. Th overall, I think Nashville's in a great place. We talked about the community. We talked about the food and, and the things that we see personally, uh, the different neighborhoods that are just like so exciting, fun to watch. Um, this is a this is a city that we're all excited about and lots of people are excited about. You see every hotel is booked up every weekend because people want to come here and they want to experience, you know, and and we talked about Music City. A lot of people come to see the Johnny Cash Museum, you know, they come to see the CMAs. That that, that weekend is like I don't know, it's like the Super Bowl for music people, but I'm not a music. The only music that I listen to is Side Pilot. Check them out on on SoundCloud. So, um, it. I hope that this podcast has given you a little bit better taste of of kind of the stuff oh, we want to talk about. Speaking of taste, I just thought of something to tease the listeners for next time. Yeah, yeah. We talked about food. Notice what's the one thing that none of us mentioned: hot chicken. Hot chicken. Listen, it's not that guys, big a deal. If KFC's on it. It's not that it's not that big of a deal, but if you want to know the original, uh -oh. the real hot chicken place to go Hattie in Nashville, <laughs> it is it is not Hattie B's. But maybe next time we'll Stay tell tuned. you. Okay, check us out on itcitypodcast.com. Check us out SoundCloud. Um, we'd love to hear from you. So email us at itcitypodcast at gmail.com. We're working on getting us on iTunes. iTunes little babies about stuff. So whatever. Apple, they won't let us get into the iPhone. We don't know how that goes. Um, <laughs> 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 Thanks for listening. We'll be back next week with some, with some good stuff. Um, it City Podcast. Thanks, guys. Bye-bye.